Welcome back, know-it-alls. Thanks for listening to the show. And as always, give us some feedback about what we are doing so we can make sure you're having a good time listening to us. Buongiorno. What's up, no adults? How you doing? How you doing? That's our new hook. Mm. You like it? Yeah, do it again. <laughs> I'm gonna get a clear shot of that. Do it again. What's up, no adults? Yeah. Uh sure. Yeah, we can use that if you really want to. <laughs> do you really want to? <laughs> do you remember when that was a thing? Though you had to have some kind of hook. Yeah. Now there's so. And what many do they people. call it? A jingle or some kind of jingle or something. Could could we make a jingle? I guess we could change the theme song of the podcast to a jingle. I mean, I'm not talented enough to write music or lyrics, but if, if you can do either or both, I say do it. That would be really cool if I could. Yeah. You could you could do what? Can you play an instrument? No. <laughs> I can't do anything musical. Yeah, me, me neither. Except musicians. Yeah, I've never had the opportunity, but hey, I I hear good things. Bad, bad things. I hear things. <laughs> I hear things. All good things. Musicians are awesome. Hmm. Artists in general are awesome. Creative people like you. You're creative. No, I wouldn't go that far. You don't think you're creative? I don't. I don't know. Like I can. I guess I. Well, can this come is up with, this is creating. Sort of. I mean, it's just talking about life. Like that's. Is that not normal? Yeah. Do pe- do normal people not do this? <laughs> well, I don't know if they post it online for millions of people. So, I mean, you you see people with their with, like all the stuff you see with people online, they're they're living a fake life and posting it, like an extravagantly fake life, whereas this is very real life. Like there's nothing we don't like hold back on here, right? Everything is pretty much just how we feel, you know, how yeah, we feel that day much. and Pretty much, but it's not extravagant. Yeah, it's not gonna. It's not gonna drive drive oh sales. We're not. Sh- we're not showing off anything. That's for sure. And we're not trying to dictate to people how to live, how to exist, how to be a good friend, be a good wife, whatever. We're not doing that. We're just trying to share some entertainment. I hope so. And it's all maybe a little bit of insight, maybe a different point of view, just to open your mind a little bit. But what if the stories we told were so unbelievable, people thought we were making them up? Would you feel bad? Would you feel like, hey, wait a minute, that story's fucking real. Why would you say it's not? Or would you be like, eh, believe what you want to believe. I know it's real. Yeah, absolutely. Believe what you want to believe. There is an episode I did with somebody and I just completely lied about one whole story. And it was like a story about Christmas. About uh, my plane, like being forced down in a field in Eastern Europe, and these villagers took us in for the night, and they made us dinner. We had to do all these weird traditional things, and he's just like listening to the story, and he's asking me questions and stuff. And then I said, "Yeah, we did this this thing that they said is customary. They've been doing it for five hundred years." And I said this phrase in I don't know Bulgarian or Romanian, maybe I don't remember what it was. And he's like, "Oh shit, what does it mean?" And I was like, "Well, Google it," and I spelled it for him. And he Googled it for Google Translate and it came up with, I just lied about everything I just said. So he's like, you motherfucker. <laughs> oh, that's that's a good prank. No, I think he so. He just pranked him. 
But yeah, I just wasted an episode yeah. telling something that wasn't even real at all. <laughs> but I bet it was entertaining. I mean, it would be kind of cool to have to land in a field in Bulgaria or Romania and be taken in by some foreigners at Christmas time. I don't know. I think it'd be fun. An adventure. I don't know if fun is the right word, but it would definitely, it would be exhilarating. It would fuck up your original plans of wherever you had to be on Christmas. But Oh it, yeah, that's like the perfect movie. But it's like See, we used you to, are creative. Oh, I guess so. But the thing is, if you were there and you wanted to thank them because you didn't bring gifts or anything, would you would you tip them? Give them a tip for being so mm. helpful and accommodating and you know, giving you their food and their beds to sleep in and their clothes to wear and their traditions. Yeah. I wonder what their customs are for tipping. I would bet you since it's in Europe, it's nil. Almost nothing. So what are their customs? Like for tipping or just customs? For tipping? Yeah. Yeah, for tipping. Tipping customs. Well, in, bit... I, I've done a bunch of traveling over there. And usually you just round up to the, the nearest dollar. So if something is twenty one seventy five, you leave 22 It's almost an embarrassment. Oh, yeah. They feel offended that you're leaving money for them. They feel like it's why, why are you doing this? Like, cause you, you get charged a lot, like stuff's expensive. So you're already paying for the service within the bill and the service fee is going mm-hmm. to the people working. So they're getting more than minimum wage to do the job. So they don't require the tips like North America. Mm-hmm. I remember being, yeah, in, that seems to be kind of a, a common trend is the actual living wage that the employees getting. Yeah. I mean, in some countries it's just abolished com- completely. Like, I know in Germany and Ireland, Portugal, United Kingdom, they've like done away with it. They just don't think it's right to jail. Well, no, you don't go to jail if you tip. Can you imagine? No. I left oh. an extra two dollars, <laughs> they take you to jail. Oh fuck that. <laughs> you have embarrassed the country. It's treason. Oh fuck that that'd be amazing. <laughs> they force you to save money by telling you not to tip or it's illegal. That'd be fucking awesome. Never do this again. <laughs> You know, do you know where tipping actually came from? Ironically speaking, yeah, let us know from Europe. So the place where it's like outlawed or frowned upon is actually where it started. How fucking weird is that? Oh, wow. Because Yeah. Yeah. They just did a complete full circle. So, yeah, just the, the short of it is that tips were left in European taverns to ensure quick and good service. Wealthy Americans discovered it for themselves while traveling in Europe. Tipping in Europe was born in the Middle Ages a master surf custom where servants would receive an extra gratuity for excellent performances. And then American travelers brought it back to the States as a way to feel aristocratic. And, but tipping didn't take off immediately in the U S there was a high level of resistance to it. And it was deemed un American. They would claim that we left Europe because of shit like this. So why are you bringing it here? But they felt, <laughs> they felt, they felt rich doing it. They felt like we need to do this. Like mm-hmm. we need to be more like, you it's know, it's the way to show there was, it was definitely, it had to do with the class system back then yeah. where, you know, if you were wealthy, you were in a higher class, you got treated better. You had more luxuries, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, just and money it was, to throw away. you, that was how you got respect. Yeah. So, so it was a way to kind of show off, of course, <laughs> leave it to America. And when the Americans said, hey, we don't like this, there was a guy that said, no, no, we're going to use this. This is going to be awesome. And he was a guy named George Pullman, and he owned a lot of railway cars, but it wasn't normal, normal railway cars. He created the sleeper car. So you could like literally sleep 
in your own little caboose, your own little cabin on a train. And you would have servants that would take your luggage and bring your food and stuff. And he paid them between $12 and $27.50 a month to work full-time on these train cars. And the rest was supposed to be made up from your tips. So he brought it back thinking, hey, this is a great way for me to save a lot of money and have people working here and enjoy my ultimate class trains. And it went for like 80 years. And they tipped them really, really well on these train cars. Sorry, I'm having some technical difficulties here. Did it just say... didn't get ending. Sorry? I got... How do you shut up? I got seen that. Seen out of that. What did, what did you hear last? Um, Sleeper car. All right. So yeah, there was a guy named George Pullman. He owned uh, like train cars. And he created the sleeper car where you could sleep on the train. And you'd have like a personal butler kind of thing. A porter for your bags. You'd have people bringing you drinks. And he found that tipping them they would get paid a lot more since he only paid them between 12 and $27 a month. So he required the patrons to pay off essentially the wages in tips. And then it stuck. People like, Hey, these guys are making a lot of money doing this. Let's do tips. And it just became a thing. So it essentially mm-hmm. lost interest in the States. Cause they were like, fuck you. That's un-American. And then some guys like, no, no, I don't want to pay any more than I have to. Let's see if we can just pay them in tips. And then because they, he offered such a luxurious service, they felt like the need to tip. And then it just stuck after that. It's not just weird. Yeah. So backwards. Well, tipping the actual word means to ensure promptness. Hmm. That's so when the I, actual where it stems from. So when I say just the tip, would that still qualify? <laughs> just the to ensure promptness. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> And like back in the origins, whatever, it was also known as a veil. That as a was what? the term that they used to describe it. A veil. Okay. So it kind of means to lower or bend down, but it was considered an act of respect initially and appreciation for the services of lower class workers. It was initially intended to be something good. I mean, I, I I think it's still good. I mean, even though I you're not really supposed to tip, I, I, I do leave like a euro, two euros when I'm in Europe in those countries. Is that, mm-hmm. is that wrong? I remember my friend friend and I were there in like two thousand and six and I don't I don't remember I don't remember booking the hotel room in Zermatt. I remember getting to the hotel and they said I had half board. And I was like, I'm bored? They go, No, you have you have a meal, half board. So you get to have either your choice of breakfast included or dinner included. And you're like, you know, I'm coming from Canada. So I'm thinking breakfast is what sausage, bacon, eggs, just simple stuff. Dinner could be a multitude of different things. So we picked dinner and then we would go down into the restaurant at night and we would sit down and we would get amazing service. And there was like, you know, a four or five course meal, like small little portions, but it was delicious and it was different every night, but we would leave five Swiss francs on the table because we, we didn't think, like we didn't pay for it. We don't remember booking the hotel with food included. So we're like, well, this is essentially free for mm-hmm. us. So leaving five bucks, I think we spent four nights there. So yeah, I I left two two nights and then my friend left the other two nights. But we always talked about it after thinking after we read about it because we didn't really have internet back then too much. So I was reading in like a Fromer's like guidebook that tipping was something that wasn't oh, happening yeah. in Switzerland. So I was like, shit, 
we we tipped every night and it was always the same server he's like do you think we're known as those two guys we're known as the the five swiss frank guys like that that's who we are in her head we will always be those two <laughs> dumbasses from canada who felt the need to leave five francs or do you think she's and like, she'll oh. tell that story for years to come yeah but the two fucking morons that kept leaving money even though they didn't have to <laughs> I, I yeah. think about it to this day it was so long ago and I, I always i always think that if you don't leave it was that rude because i mean would they not expect somebody from north america to leave a tip or do they expect it on their customs where they don't leave a tip now is that something that you'd feel comfortable asking when you're traveling asking different servers if you can leave a tip or not I don't or know. is that something you've done uh, I've never asked. I've just, you know, thrown down a, a euro, two euros because I know you're supposed to round up, right? Like I know you're just, you're not supposed to tip. And I, I always do it just because I have a pocket full of change traveling and a euro here or two euros here. It's, it's not going to, it's not going to mean that much to me, but I mean, would it not make them happy that they got more money that day? Like, I don't, I don't understand how it could be offensive. I don't understand how you could be like, oh shit, I made an extra 20 euros today. Life sucks. I'm fucking terrible at my job. Would you not feel good? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I guess it depends. Like some people may find it insulting or think of it as bribery or, I mean, there can be <laughs> negative things attached to it as but well. Like, what am I bribing for? Can, can you give me a refill or can you steal me a cookie? I don't, what, what the fuck are yeah, you bribing for? Give me some extra shampoo or something. Yeah. Hmm. Um, when I was in the Dominican, we did ask... Uh, we got to know one of the waiters really well in the hotel restaurant or the resort restaurant. Yeah. And we kind of asked what are common tips that you leave yeah. for the different servers around. So we we kind of went off of that and just went from there. Then and we brought, a... we brought some product too. Like we brought shampoos and like Canadian things and left it for the ladies that clean the room and stuff like that, because it's hard for them to get stuff like that. Hmm. So it wasn't just like monetary yeah. things. They like to get Canadian or American products. So that's what, that's what they told you. Right. Cause you mm -hmm. asked around like, back, yeah, back then. Yeah. Yeah. I've never asked. Yeah. Well, if you ask, then, you know, and then you're not True. risking insulting or coming off a way that you didn't intend to present. Yeah. I wonder if five Swiss francs back or then. Or the person could totally, totally screw you over and be like, yeah, it's $10. Every night <laughs> you tip $10, you'll get service like a god or whatever. <laughs> Meanwhile, everybody's getting service like a god when they're not paying for it. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, yeah, man. It always seems weird <laughs> to me going to another country and they don't expect tips. It's only apparently it's big in North America, mainly Canada and the States. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. But it's, it's built into a, our whole system where you can pay somebody less Yeah, and have, have your customers pay their wage. So but you, you don't pay them less. Like we have to pay a minimum wage in Canada. Like tips are originally designed yeah. to make up the difference between no minimum wage, just I'm going to pay you what I pay you. You either do the job and enjoy the tips or you don't do the job. Now it's not like that. You you all get paid the same, like minimum wage. Mm -hmm. So yeah. the tips are- Well, now it's added. a requirement that somebody is is paid minimum wage. But I'm sure there was a time 
when in the restaurant industry, you didn't have to pay minimum wage. And that's well, kind of why it gained so much popularity is because they were making crap wages working in the service industry. Am I remembering that incorrectly? No, no, no. I, I think there's a lot of states right now where. So, yeah, in the U.S. right now, the federal minimum I'm wage sure is right $7.25 an hour. So USA, Oof. federal minimum wage, $7.25 an hour. But this rate applies to covered non-exempt workers. The minimum wage for employees who receive tips is $2.13 an hour. Okay, yeah, so, there you go. So if you're a server or a bartender or a delivery driver, you get paid $2.13 an hour because you're supposed to have the difference made up in tips. That's kind of mm-hmm. fucked up. Like, yeah. Way different than than what it is in Canada. Yeah. Yeah, Canada, like... That's above and beyond that minimum wage. Minimum wage plus tips. Like but minimum wage is, is the same minimum wage everywhere for no matter which employee it is. Whereas the in the States, the minimum wage mm-hmm. differs based on whether or not you receive tips or not. But that's really like do you you, yeah. you get your hair done, right? Or do you do your own hair? Colors and cutting and stuff. I do my own. Okay. <laughs> I do my own everything. I'm the wrong girl for that question. Oh. Because I know I, I tip my hair, my hair salon people like there's a girl that's been doing my hair for you can't tell because it's always long but i've I've been going to the same person for like 14 years and i always tip her Mm -hmm. but and i never get full service gas how much do you i i do 20 bucks yeah like a tip of about 15 to 20 percent is customary for hairdressers so i don't know my my hair is it's kind of neat because i have really long hair and i go to somebody who cuts my hair and punches it in as a as a man's haircut. And I have mm-hmm. a friend who goes who has shorter hair than I do, and she's female, and her mm-hmm. haircut gets punched in as a female haircut. So the difference between the female ah, haircut and mm-hmm. the male haircut is about $40. So I pay yeah, $40. That's a whole other layer there. <laughs> I, I pay $40 <laughs> less than a, she does. That's another podcast altogether, <laughs> right there. Well, yeah, but I, I'm getting the same thing. I'm getting a cut and a color, right? So they're like, they'll bleach parts, they'll throw in some pink, some red, some blue, some black, whatever they do. I never, I never decided until I get there. And then my decision is do whatever you want. And she usually just trims it, shaves the sides and colors it however she wants to color it. And I'm fine with that. It's, I'm not too Mm. picky, but I get the same stuff done that my friend gets, but I'm paying way less for my hair. So my hair cut is Mm -hmm. usually like, I think 70, $79. Yeah. 79 bucks. And then I tip 20 on top of that. So what percentage is that? I have no idea. 20 divided by 80. Calculator. Hmm. It's 25%. So yeah. Yeah, good for you. I tip 25%. In theory, I should be paying. Oh, we should play a game. All right. We should play a game. And you do you have other things that you normally tip for? Um, I don't usually tip when I get gas, like I mentioned, because I pump my own gas. But if somebody else pumps my gas, I'll I'll tip, but only in the wintertime. Because here it's like minus 30, minus 40. Yeah. So if I'm not getting out of the vehicle. I have a change in my cup holder. You know, here's two bucks. Like here's, they're, they're just putting it in, hitting a little latch to have it do its own thing. And then they walk over to another vehicle. So they're really not doing anything other than unscrewing a gas cap and plugging the thing in and taking it out when it's done. It's not, <laughs> yeah. but they're outside in minus 30 minus. Maybe 40. washing the, washing the windows. Mm, you can do that in the wintertime. Doesn't it freeze? No, but yeah, they'll, yeah. they'll do that. So, you know, if they do that, mm-hmm. uh, I figured if they, yeah. they get, if 10 people a day 
tip them two bucks each. That's 20 extra dollars. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And in Canada, the customary tip for a attendant, like a service attendant, yeah. like car wash or gas attendant is between two to five dollars. Okay. So two bucks isn't bad. I mean, it's, I guess it's the yeah. lowest, but I don't do very often. It's usually just me getting my own gas and wipe, doing my own. I just don't want to wait because they're helping other cars. I don't want to sit there. Like I'm, my whole life is scheduled and it sucks ass. So I'm pretty much in a hurry yeah. everywhere I go, and I hate it. I need to. I need to slow down once in a while. Yes, definitely. So I work in uh, the restaurant industry, and that that's pretty big in the tip department for tips. Not so much mm-hmm. where I work because it's not a seated sit down restaurant, so it's just fast serve food, not you know mm-hmm. fast food. And no sitting down, but uh, we we used to have a, a machine at the front to help people when they came in to pick up their food, and it didn't have a tip option. And then that machine stopped working, like it just died one day. So like the I think the the cord broke on it. So I grabbed one of the drivers' wireless machines because my delivery drivers go door to door and they need a wireless debit machine. And I brought that to the mm-hmm. front, and I told told the customer, "I'm so sorry, this machine just broke. Let me go grab another one." And she used it. And she left a $5 tip on it. And I was like, wait a minute. Wait, I've never gotten a tip on this. Oh my God, because we didn't have a tip option on the other machine. But the delivery driver one does have a tip option. So then I asked my head office, like, can we use the debit machine that has a tip option at the front? And they're like, yeah, go for it. And now my staff, you know, we, we have quite a bit of money coming in at the end of the month in tips. And it gets divided by all the staff who work based off of how many hours they work. Yeah, well, that sounds fair. And then we have another stipulation that if the tip is over $10, who's ever working right then and there, who made the food and helped the customer, everybody working in the kitchen gets to split that $10 right then and there. And we take that out of the tip pool right away. So if there's only two of you working and somebody gets a $12 tip, they each make six bucks. And that money doesn't go into the tip pool. It just goes to them. And it's fucking awesome. People, our customers are amazing. They, They give us so much free money in tips, right? Just... Here you go. Here you go. Last week I was working and uh, call my call center who takes handles most of my orders called and said that there's a guy who needs like this massive order and he needs it as soon as he can. And I said, well, an order like that will take about 35 minutes for me to make, which to me, that's still not a lot. But if he needs it right away, that seems like a long time. And then I started making the order and not even like two minutes later, this guy walks in and he gives me his name and he said he was ordering through the call center. I go, I don't, I don't have the, I don't even have the bill yet. Like they told me what you ordered and I started making it, but I don't even have the bill. (laughs) He's like, Oh no, no, they're, they're supposed to call me back to confirm because it's a big order, but they haven't called me. My phone isn't ringing. So I figured I'd just drive down here and wait for it. I was like, Oh, Oh, okay. So then the call center called me and they said, Hey, uh, we can't get a hold of the guy. I don't know if you should make that order yet. And I was like, he's literally in my lobby right now. And he says he he's waiting for you to call him back and you haven't called. So they're like, oh, should we just send the order through? I go, yeah, he's he wants it sent through right now. So they sent it through. I told him it would be 35 minutes. He said, yep, I understand. No problem. And he left. He went out to his truck. I saw him in the parking lot. I made the order really fast. And he came in in 20 minutes. He's like, yeah, I know I'm early. I just want to pay for it. I need to go grab something. Like I need to go grab. I don't know what he was going to go grab. But uh, can I just pay for it now and then come back in 15 minutes? I go, well, I can do you one better. Uh, it's all ready to go. He's like, you made it in 21 minutes. 
I go, I, I guess I did. I'm not looking at the time. He goes, you made it 15 minutes early. I was like, I'm, I'm sorry. He's like, no, man, you saved my ass. I'm supposed to bring this to a meeting at work and I totally forgot to order food. Now it's going to be on time instead of me being late. This is fucking awesome. Good job. I was like, thanks. And he's like, no, thank you. And I took the debit machine back. I brought the food out to his truck for him and he drove away. I went back inside the store and I pulled the receipt off and he tipped $85, right? Oh, wow. So I called him because I don't think that's right. Like It's a $300. Order. Yeah, you're like, oh, it must have been a whoopsie or something. Yeah, right. So I call him right away. I was like, hey, I just want to let you know that this is a guy calling from the food. And uh, I think there's a mistake on the debit machine because I, I, I see an astronomical tip amount here that I don't think is right. And he's like, is it 30% of the total? And I plug it in. I go, it is 29.99997% of the total. Mm-hmm. He's like, then I tipped properly. I was like, oh. Okay. He goes, no, man, every time I come there, you do an awesome job. Your staff is great. You got it out in 15 minutes. Like you saved my ass today. And I appreciate that. I go, I thank you so much. I appreciate you. So yeah, I made, I got to keep it myself. There's nobody else there. So I didn't even have to split it. 85 fucking dollars, 84 Mm -hmm. 97 or something. Well, well deserved. You saved his butt, right? I I mean, you don't even know how you're affecting people, but I just did my job. You know what I mean? I didn't do anything yeah, special. and you made him look really good in his job. Uh, hopefully. man, he could have gotten fired or like, who knows what he was walking into there and forgetting to order food for a meeting. I know personally how important yeah. that is. Like these, these people be hungry. You got to feed them or, you know, you might lose your job. So you saved his ass and so, he appreciated it. And that's so cool. with me calling him. Do you think he was angry that I was questioning his actions or do you think he was happy that I called because I was questioning the actions like I thought I'd be pissing him off because I called but I didn't want him to get his credit card statement and be like what the fuck right yeah yeah exactly Uh, imagine him showing up 85 dollars back that was a mistake why guys why didn't you guys say anything yeah yeah right (laughs) so I just want to make sure but I mean could you be mad about that if if I called him do you think he felt like, hey, man, I'm sort of going to lunch. Like, why are you bothering me? I did what I did. I'm the customer. I'm always right. I must have done it right. If you showed appreciation for it and, you know, you weren't negative or insulting or anything, yeah. I think he would feel good about it. That, oh, wow. Yeah. Like he acknowledged and noticed and he appreciates the the tip as well. Well, I mean. As much as that's what we all want deep down is that our tips are appreciated and not just expected. Yeah. You ever go to a place and there's a tip option and you're like, "Um, I'm just buying tires from Tirecraft. Why do you, why do you, why do you have a tip (laughs) option on the machine here? (laughs) Right. Yeah. Like, well, yeah. Kind of like yesterday I was at a gas station subway grabbing some lunch and it was like, it wasn't the best experience. The girl was very pushy and rushed me and, and there was a tip option. And I just, I thought like the lowest percentage was 15% and it just went up from there. And I thought, wow, like for a split second, I felt guilty Yeah, not leaving a tip. But I was like, okay, let's like look around, look at your surroundings, look at the situation and the circumstances don't feel guilty but that's kind of what our culture has done to us is that it's so in your face that you're like you're expected and if you're if you don't you're a shitty person but maybe some people can't afford 
to leave a tip. Like all they have is that money and it's yeah. just enough to get some food for the day. I, that, I would, you know, because they they can't make it themselves or whatnot. I would hate for people. And then they're shamed. I would hate for people to feel guilty that they had a tip. I, I would like us to mm. only get tips when when we've deserved it. Right? Yeah, it's it's like rewarding good behavior. What does it stand or for? Reinforcing again? good behavior to ensure promptness. Exactly. And I think sure. it, like back in that time, it used to be there was a box on yep. the floor for patrons to throw the money in before they got served. So maybe back in that time, it was more based on what you tipped, how how good of mm. service you got. So the wealthier you were, the better service you got because you tipped bigger because it was all in advance, right? That like, makes do sense. you think that would influence influence you now? As if somebody paid the bill up front and left you a big tip right away, do you think you'd be like, "Oh, I'm going above and beyond for this guy"? Well, I do find it weird that people do pre orders. So they pre-order online and they pay online and leave a tip online. And it's like you you haven't got your food yet. You haven't got the service yet. You did it all on your own online. You've we've done nothing for you and you're already throwing ten dollars at us. That to me, that's right. just like yeah, wh- whenever I order online for food to get delivered to my house, I don't tip online. I, I tip when I get the food. Mm-hmm. Right? I want to know who because the tip yeah. in theory is going to the person dropping it off. Nowhere else. It's going to them. And depending on how they are at the door, like I've already paid for the food. I've already paid the delivery fee to drop it off at of my mm-hmm. house. I haven't paid for a tip yet to see how you are dropping the food off. You know, do you, do you park in my driveway? Right. You smell like cigarettes when you're handing me my food. I don't want cigarette smelling hands holding my food. I don't, I don't want that. I don't want my food boxes to smell like cigarettes. I, I can't eat it. I won't eat it. <laughs> yeah. I once got pizza delivered at a hotel and the guy showed up and I opened the door and it just smelled like a fucking ashtray. And he opens his bag and it smells and I put it, I, it smelled for like two hours, like on that table. Uh, yuck. I was just like, this is so gross. So yeah, I'm here. Here's a dollar. That's all you get. Cause just, you know, yeah. yeah, you were prompt. You got there fine. You were chatty, but I'm sorry. You, you smelled really not to my liking. Maybe, you know, maybe a smoker would be fine with it. I was at Subway probably. Yeah, well, they wouldn't even notice. Right? I was at Subway about a month ago, and I was standing behind people who were getting their sandwiches made, and I was talking to the person I was ordering with, and she was like, oh, do you want to try this new one here? And I looked at it, I go, yeah, I would, but I have to get it with no cheese because I don't eat cheese. Like, I just can't. I don't like the flavor. I don't like it. And she's like, yeah, okay. Yeah, that's a pretty good one. Uh, Get it without cheese. It should be pretty good. And then the person's helping, like the Subway employee's helping the person in front of me. And then they helped the girl that I was with. And then they helped me, right? And she asked me like, oh, do you, what kind of bread do you want it on? I told her. And she's like, do you want it baked? I'm like, nope. She goes, okay. And I know you don't like cheese because I heard you talking about it. I was like, that's awesome. Like you weren't even helping me when Mm -hmm. you, when I was talking, you were helping the person in front of me. Well, the person, two people in front of me. So I was like, that's awesome. So I, you know, I can't wait to, I'm going to tip when I get to the other end. And then when I got to the other end, the person I was eating lunch with had already paid. So I was like, no, I was going to oh. tip. And I was like, fuck. So I just sat down <laughs> and I felt bad. I haven't been back to Subway since. It's probably about, yeah, two months ago. So the next time I go to that one, I remember what the girl looked like. And if she's working, I'm just going to be like, here's 10 bucks. Like, you won't know why, but you were fucking awesome the last yeah. time I was here. Like, you were incredible. To overhear that and then know about my sandwich, you're my hero. Yeah. Yeah. That little bit extra. 
Also, I mean, I guess she could have left me her number. That would have been the next nicest thing. Here's my number. <laughs> nice. Well, maybe they can't do that. Maybe they're not allowed to. Can't or won't. Not allowed. You only get in trouble when you get caught, right? <laughs> yeah, and you can only lose that job once. Well, I mean, unless they're stupid enough to hire you back a second time. <laughs> yeah. I, I've hired so many people back a second, third, fourth time. There, there's, there's something to say about not having to train someone. You know, like I, I need someone right now. This person applied, and hey, you know what? They know what they're doing. Did they but... leave for? Did they leave for purposes where, like, they were fired, were incompetent? No, they, they would. They would stole from the customer you know um, what i mean or no, was I would, it they kind I would of never hire that back. or they went to school or i, yeah, I would hire, yeah. i would hire people back who would give Both their the two rules. weeks notice and then you know give away their last three shifts it's like you clearly don't want to be here if you're just mm-hmm. giving your shifts away i would hire them back only if i needed them right if it was in a desperate times call yeah. for desperate measures kind of thing which i've had plenty of times like i have plenty of times when i lose a bunch of employees for university i was like fuck i need like three people mm-hmm. Oh my God, this guy just applied. You know, I've I've had him quit three times in the last 10 years. Sure. You know, it happens. All right. What else we got here? I don't know. That that was my subway. (laughs) Your subway story. So when it comes to tips, have you ever worked in the industry where you, you know, hairdresser, gas attendant, restaurant industry, anything like that? No, I've, I've worked in places where we could not accept tips. Like what? Prostitution? Like the jewelry store. Oh, sorry. What was I thinking? <laughs> Isn't that all it is? Yeah, you know, you get the tip <laughs> and the shaft. You get all of it. <laughs> and like insurance, you know, you can't convolute insurance with something that might be considered bribery. <laughs> That's really weird. I mean, so I there's, guess... There's been a, like, we have had to literally slide money back to people and say, I'm sorry, we cannot accept that. But we could accept things like coffee and muffins and donuts. So, you know, we would get a lot of that. But it was for going above and beyond for customers, like staying open late or, you know, waiting for them while they're buying a vehicle kind of thing. I know. So I kind of take a trade, I guess, take product, a which trade. Is essentially the same but fucking thing, not. right? Yeah, basically, but it's a coffee, right? It's not well, it's, five it's, or ten bucks that is cash. It's, it's weird you say yeah. that because I was doing a bunch of donations at my work. So I would I would pick a business or pick a place and I would donate stuff. You know, just here's a bunch of food. You know, here's a bunch of free stuff that you can give away. Here's some coupons. And then I contacted the fire department and the police station saying, hey, I'm donating, you know, $150 worth of product. And I was wondering if you could pick a day and I'll just drop off, you know, randomly selected, you know, food, just drinks and food. And they would say, yeah, sure, sure. No problem. No problem. And then I wouldn't hear back from them. So that I call them. This is both the fire department and the police station in the same week because our head office said they would cover half of the cost wherever we donated that week. I was like, all right, that's cool. Mm. And then when I got a hold of the fire guy. He just said, oh, yeah, I, I talked to everybody at our, our regional meeting. We're not allowed to accept things like that because it's considered to be a bribe. I was like, bribe for what? That you'll drive no. to my house faster when it's on fire? Like, what the fuck is it a bribe for? Mm. You're the fire. You know, you might look the other way if you're doing something that's not up to code or whatever. Yeah, I guess so. But it's just, it's just disappointing. They it's just like, miss I, out. I just want to give you guys. And then the secretary at the police station said the same thing. I called her with 
I already knew what the answer was going to be because if the fire department can't accept it, then I'm sure the police department can't accept it. She's like, yeah, we can't accept anything. It could be deemed as a bribe. It's like, it's it's just a sandwich. It's just some chicken wings. <laughs> yeah. But like you said, you were you were allowed to accept things like that, but you weren't allowed to accept cash, which is just weird. Yeah. So I do have some different tipping customs in some different countries. So do, do you think you would enjoy getting tips? Mm, no, no, I don't think so. Like I've worked commission jobs and stuff like that. That's which, I mean, it's not the same thing, but kind of. Yeah, you never know likes how you, much money buy coming. from you kind of thing. If you yeah, know, exactly. It's yeah. that fluctuation that... Or, you know, you have to fucking bend over backwards, kissing some people's ass to get in anything hopes, out of them. In the hopes that you get something. Yeah. 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 So that unpredictability, I don't, I'm not a fan of. Do you know what I'm not a fan of? Hmm. Coming to the end of this podcast, which I think we're at. So soon. So yeah. Before we wrap it up, do you have any tips, tricks, ideas, information? <laughs> yeah. I have some customs. Customs. Um, some different customs around the world All right. on tipping. Like in the United States and Canada, it's pretty customary to tip for almost anything that's service-based yep. that wouldn't be considered bribing. So you go to Mexico, like places like Mexico, Brazil, and Argentina. Yep. It's generally not customary to, to tip for anything unless it's in the restaurant industry. Okay. And leaving a tip of about 10% is customary. In the United King- Kingdom, tipping's not common, but some restaurants or pubs, there's tipping is accepted. And it, that's about 10% as well. Please tell in me that. Italy, uh, I was going to say, please tell me that in Switzerland, it's customary to leave five Swiss francs for every meal because then I would feel I don't have Switzerland here (laughs) all right so let's write that one in that that's a rule (laughs) so if anybody's listening you're going to Switzerland it is Swiss francs to the amount of five has to be left at every meal that way you don't look like a dumbass or you don't call it they'll they'll call it the clay that's right once again changing lives by you know meeting people right by traveling sorry Italy so in Italy um, they generally include a service charge in the bill for any kind of service. But you can also leave an additional tip of 5 to 10% for mm. good service. Because I'm going to be in Italy this summer, so any bit of advice is probably helpful. Yeah, so check your bill. It might actually be included in there. Wait, will it be in English or in Italian? Because I can't read Italian. How the fuck am I supposed to know what it says? Or what we talked about earlier is you could ask, ask somebody that you kind of trust would give you proper information. Hmm. Trust an Italian man to sleep with my wife. (laughs) Whoa. (laughs) What? Wait. That story is getting interesting. (laughs) Just kidding. I'm not, I'm not married. And if, if he's going to sleep with my wife, I would like to hope that I'm involved somehow. Right. I want to be there. I just. But, smoking a cigarello. Oh, I was watching, picturing myself in the corner crying. <laughs> uh, just like, no, not again. Not again. Would you but, tip him? Well, it depends how good of a job he did, right? Uh, I would like to see how satisfied my wife is. And if she wanted seconds, 
Would that mean she liked it so much the first time she wants another go at it? Or do you think it's she didn't finish, so she wants to try again to make her finish? What would you, being a woman... And would that be considered his tip? Well, I've got just the tip for him. Maybe that's what he's afraid of. No, I think he'd think he'd be okay with it. You, you've seen Eurotrip? Miscusi. Miscusi. Yeah. Right? Yeah. <laughs> that, that's how I picture all Italian men. And I'm looking forward to it, let me tell you. <laughs> <laughs> well, that sounds awesome. Do you have anything on Austria or Liechtenstein or France? Because I'll be in those three places for a couple days. Um, in France. And didn't I say this one already? I have no idea. I thought you the, said in the UK. Yeah, service charge. Yeah, service charge is often included in the bill. Once again, I don't really speak French, so I'm just going to be looking at a bunch of numbers and hoping to God I can piece it all together. And I might just be the five Swiss franc guy everywhere I go. I'll just buy a bunch of Swiss francs and at every meal I have, I'll just leave that. That could be my legacy. That's who I could be known as as I traipse through Europe as the, the five Swiss franc guy. And that's it. The five Swiss franc guy. That's an awesome legendary name. What if what I can if see I, the headlines already? I'm going to make a fake business card called the five Swiss franc guy. And I'm just going to leave that with the $5, five, five francs at the table. You absolutely should. Uh, I wonder if that would make it you totally like should. online. Do you think that would make it somewhere? Like, Maybe TikTok or something. All right. I'm doing it. Done. Well, I can't wait to see that pop up in, on my For You page. Done. The five I'm, Swiss franc guy. I'm going to make it happen. I'll be like, I know him. <laughs> I know that guy. And they're going to be like, that dumbass? <laughs> you know that fucking moron? <laughs> so in Germany, it's custom customary to round up the bill. In restaurants to the nearest euro. Yeah, that's pretty much what I what mm. I do everywhere now when I go out in in Europe. Not not here. If I paid in euros here, questionable. They'd be wondering. Mm. Yeah, I would love to get paid this in euros. This isn't money. What is this? I would love to get paid in euros as long as you know it wasn't cheap. Like it wasn't, you know, less than I was owed. You know, if I right. was owed eighty dollars and I left twenty euros, I would be like, eh. Not not quite the same. <laughs> but yeah, if they paid twenty dollars but gave me twenty euros, that'd be awesome. I'd just go in my little European piggy bank. It's yeah, weird. Well, you go there quite often, don't you? Well, I, I've I never ever exchange my money. Like when I come back from a country, I just keep the money. I don't leave it at the airport and exchange it mm. for Canadian. And I keep mm. it in my safe because I try and go back to most of the countries again and again. And I'll open my safe before I go to Europe. And I'll be like, oh, what do I have in here? Like last year, I went to Scotland and Ireland. And the two different countries have two different currencies because uh, Northern Ireland has the same as Scotland because it's part of the UK. But I wasn't in Northern Ireland. I was in Ireland, Ireland. And they use the euro. But I opened my safe and I was like, oh, sweet. I've got like 400 British pounds in here, which is like 750 bucks Canadian, which I had in my safe from when I got back from Scotland in like 2000 and. 18. So it's just been sitting in my mm -hmm. safe for, you know, four years. I was like, nice. So I just put that in my wallet and I'm good to go. I know I don't need to take out any money for the five days I'm there because I have more than enough. And when I got mm -hmm. there and I went to and worrying go, about conversion and all that. Yeah. And plus yeah. it was free money in my head. It was already spent. That money was just in my safe money that I forgot right. about four years ago. So all my food and my tolls and stuff, whatever was all already paid for. But when I got there, I went to go buy a SIM card for my phone and I had a 20 bank 
20 note, 20 pound note. And they wouldn't accept it. And I was like, no, this is like, this is the, what do you mean? You're not accepting it. She's like, these are the old ones. These are the paper ones. We now have plastic ones. I was like, what? She was, we, we went to plastic. So we're no longer accepting the paper or yeah, we're no longer accepting the paper ones. You can take it to a bank and they'll exchange it for you. Like the bank will take your money, mm-hmm. but we won't take it. Yeah. And I think to myself, I was like, what the fuck? So money can expire. Like my, I, I can use a $20 bill from 30 years ago and nobody gives a shit in Canada. And we're talking four mm-hmm. years. They're not yeah. accepting it. And I was like, I already used one. At It'll McDonald's. just make its way to the bank and eventually be taken out of circulation. Right. right? So, but yeah, I used yeah. it one at McDonald's and nobody said anything. And I used one for parking at a parking garage. And nobody said anything. But then I was wondering like, fuck now. Some do I- people take them. They, they see them in their till and their collectors or whatever. So they swap them out with a new 20 yeah. and take them yeah they it's like conversation piece like look at this old bill i found today whatever i ended up using all of them and even the one that they said they, they wouldn't accept then my friend paid with her, with her money and i just used that mm. 20 somewhere else but i, I was yeah. kind of nervous at first thinking like holy shit i i have 400 dollars here that are 400 <laughs> pounds here that's just going to get thrown away not that it mattered because <laughs> you know three days before that i didn't even know i had the money and then all of a sudden right. i was angry that i was going to be throwing it away but yeah, everybody else used it. Just that one cell phone place didn't use it. Everywhere else used my money. Oh yeah. That's what I do. I, I save it. I went back to Norway a couple of years ago and I had, you know, seventy-five Canadian dollars worth of Norwegian money in my safe. So I brought that. It's if I feel like James Bond, you know, having a, a go bag or like an assassin who opens up a bag with a bunch <laughs> of money and a bunch of passports. But you could just go anywhere at the drop <laughs> of a hat. But I don't have the passports, I don't have the guns, and when you look at the money, it's like Three hundred dollars, four hundred dollars. Yeah. Not really going to get you very far. Ooh, I got seventy-five Norwegian dollars. Let's see what that gets me. Oh, it gets you one McDonald's meal because it's like sixty-three dollars Canadian for that shit. Oh, no, fifty-four. Sorry, fifty-four for three meals. Yeah. Oh, whatever. I've talked about it before. It's nuts. Anyway, enough of me being a, an assassin with money in a safe <laughs> that they don't expect. Can you imagine showing up at those places? You're, you're James Bond. Sorry, you, we don't expect right? that. You have like $600,000. What are you talking about? Isn't cash king still? Yeah. Nope. <laughs> Fucking banks and governments are going to ruin assassins like go bags. Mm-hmm. Did you know that the active tipping has spread online? You, you can tip online? Have you, have you noticed that? Yeah. Yep. To influencers. Oh, okay. On different social media, it's it's called different things like a tip or a star or buy a coffee or that kind of thing. Okay. So if you really like a, a certain YouTuber or influencer, you can give them a little bit extra money. Huh. I know on OnlyFans there's an option to tip. So I mean, I've been told on OnlyFans there's a there's an option <laughs> to tip. But yeah, you, yeah, you already you already pay your monthly fee. I mean. Why would I tip you for a video that everybody else gets to watch? If you send me the video yeah, privately, exactly. yeah, That's, yeah, I could see a tip being, you know, worth it. But if I'm already watching the same for like, for like influencers that aren't aren't charging a monthly subscription, like just somebody who's doing videos on YouTube, yeah, and they're providing really valuable content, or they're an expert in some area. Um, I, I can see giving them a boost or a tip or a star or whatever it's called. 
just yeah. to help them keep going so that they can continue to provide the information that they are. Well, doing stuff like that, I mean, it's like doing stuff like this, but like on a really big, big level, it it takes time mm-hmm. and it takes ideas. And if you have to go to your job and work 10 hours a day and then come home and cook dinner and have kids at the house, you don't really get to your, your YouTubing or your podcasting. You can't provide the content when you literally have an hour a day to, to provide that content. It's, it's just not enough. Like, would, would you not? And that's why our show is the way it is. <laughs> uh, yeah. Would, would you not love to do this like four hours a day and that's your job? Five hours a day and that's your job? Yeah. I mean, it would definitely, it would be a lot more beneficial to everybody listening if we could put more time into it. Yeah. You do four hours of research on your own and then you do five hours of content. It would be fucking amazing. Mm-hmm. But in order to do that, I need to remove yeah. nine hours from my regular day and throw it into this. And then that's my job that and I'm still removing. find that same income. <laughs> so yeah. I'm not making money. It's just a, it's, it's <laughs> painful. I, I would I would love to do this all day. Get paid to do this. I get to hang out with you all day. Uh, I mean, nine Very hours. Long. That's OK. Do you think we would we would be able to put up with each other all day, nine hours a day? Hmm. I can't speak for you, but I know I definitely no, you definitely shouldn't. Right? Yeah. I can speak for me, and uh, I know I could do it. But I can't have everybody else having the same expectations that I have. That's not fair. Oh. Right? Yeah, that's right. Mm, there. Another little gem there. People listen. People learn. Unless I edit that out. Should I edit that out? Does it make me sound too nice? <laughs> Yeah, it's too nice. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes it's surprising. Like, oh, wow, he's nicer than I thought. <laughs> yeah, that's it. It's a heart of gold in there. Yeah, I don't think heart so. Heart of gold. There's no heart whatsoever. <laughs> An empty shell. I've had to describe feelings to you. Ew. <laughs> don't use that word. Maybe get rid of the plural. Like, I've had to describe feeling to you. Yeah, get that. But feelings? Mm. I don't get that. That's That's a lot. <laughs> Yeah. What, well, other what are we leaving people here today? Um, tipping started in the Middle Ages. It, uh, in the, the 1850s. Grown to be something that's become expected in Western civilization. Ironically, seen as they said that they didn't want to be like the trashy Europeans, so they didn't want to do it. Mm-hmm. And now they're the only place in the world that does it consistently. <laughs> that's yeah. so fucked In a up. lot of a lot of areas. It just goes to show you that... Uh, Europe learns and advances and grows, whereas North Americans are just repeating mistakes, repeating mistakes, and not really, not really learning in the in the tipping aspect. I can't yeah, talk yeah. much for every other aspect. Did you learn anything? Yeah, the stuff about the train car that cut out for the first time. You said it, <laughs> George George Pullman. Look him up. Yeah, and al- just also some guy, just some guy, right? Like. Like right. what's it? What was your nickname now? What's your uh, new nickname? I've forgotten the, it already. Five Swiss. Swiss no. five Swiss Frank guy. Five what? Swiss Wait, Frank. Wait, guy. No, Frank's Swiss Some Frank guy. Like plural. revolutionizes a civilization, and it's such a big culture. <laughs> and uh, another thing that I didn't talk about in it is that tipping happened after slavery was abolished. It became an even bigger thing in the states because a lot of them didn't have 
jobs and didn't have any housing and income and stuff. So they were getting the lowest paying jobs possible, which people were still not really paying them, but they were giving them jobs where they could earn tips. So that way the employer was still technically employing them, not technically owning them, but still not giving them anything to work for them. Right. They still had slaves, but the slaves are making their own money on tips, you know, out of the goodness of people's hearts, if they were willing to tip. Can you imagine being a slave, being freed, not being able to get a job? You can get a job for somebody who used to be a slave owner. They're still not going to pay you. You have to rely on the kind hearts of people who essentially who others, wanted you yeah. to be a slave in the first place. Like it's, it's so fucked up that how do you, how do you crawl out of that fucking hole? You can see why there's so many problems. Yeah. Yeah, thing. exactly. I mean, our minimum wage in Canada sucks, but at least it's better than a $2 minimum wage in the States. If you're earning tips. Yeah. And in Norway, when I was there, I asked because McDonald's had all adults working when I was there, like grownups, like between 30 and 50 years old. It was full. Oh, wow. And so yeah, I asked him, I go, hey, do you mind? Like there was a girl mopping, whatever. And I was like, if she asked, if she spoke English, she was, yeah, speak English. I go, can I ask you a question? Like I'm from Canada and I've noticed that McDonald's here is full of adults. Like a lot of, there's no, there's no teenagers working. Like in my McDonald's full of teenagers working. And I was like, what, what's it like that is what's the minimum wage? Like how, how can people, cause Norway is expensive. Like uh, a loaf of bread was $12. Right. My my McDonald's yeah. meal was $54 for three of us. A car rental in Norway for yeah, one geez. day cost more money than our four day car rental in Scotland did. One day, four days. Like just fathom mm-hmm. that shit. So she's like, oh, there's no minimum wage in, in Norway. I was like, what? She goes, there's no minimum wage. Like, so, so somebody could pay you a dollar an hour. She goes, you could, but no one would work for you because the guy across the street pays $2 an hour. Then the guy across the street of that pays $3 an hour. And the guy two blocks down pays $5 an hour. So pretty soon the person getting $5 an hour is getting all the employees. So then all the other places go, well, we need to pay more than that. So then somebody pays six, then somebody pays seven, then somebody pays eight. She goes, it's a free market. So people keep paying more and more and more until all the people want to work for that person, which then pushes the other employers to start paying more and more and more. So mm. She said, that's how it works. It's like a free market system where you can pay whatever you want, but if you pay shit, nobody's working for you. So you need to change. Yeah. Pretty genius. Not letting yeah, it's all a system. All not a letting system the government the world. dictate what you have to pay people. You let the businesses yeah. fight it out. You know, you offer more bonuses, you offer more perks, you offer more breaks, more vacation time. Pretty soon the people that offer the most are gonna get the most employees. Those employees are gonna be the happiest. You're gonna get the most product. They'll get the best, the highest quality. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. But they can't hire them all. No, they can't. So then some of them so will there's have to that one business down. owner who's like $1 less, but he's not getting the the high quality employees. Well, he's he's still getting... getting employees for a dollar cheaper. Yeah. It's still good. <laughs> still, still good quality. At least they're getting paid. You yeah. know, none of this. Yeah. yeah. You earn tips. You don't get paid. Wow. Thanks. I made no money today. Awesome. Can't wait to go to work yeah. tomorrow. Yeah. I find it really weird when customers ask on a delivery, uh, how much money should I tip? I was like, you, you shouldn't tip any. I'm already getting paid to be here. Right. They're like, well, do you want five mm-hmm. bucks? Um, I mean, I would like a thousand dollars, but <laughs> yeah. I'm already getting paid to be here. Right. If you're asking me what I want, my answer isn't a dollar, but my answer would realistically be a lot of money. But on the other hand, 
I'm already getting paid to be here. So if you put zero, I'm just going to go back to the restaurant. I'm fine with that. Mm -hmm. So yeah, my employees come back off delivery all the time. And they say that they had to have like a debate with a customer because the customer wanted a tip, but they didn't want to tell the employee how much. It's just weird, right? Like it's a weird game to play. I don't, I don't get it. Yeah. Well, I don't get it. I don't know. I don't even know what they would want from that or why they would do that. But yeah, my, my delivery drivers have it happen all the time where the, the people ask them what they want to get tipped. Like, well, I mean. I've done that once to a server. I asked him like, what would you want to get tipped? I don't, I don't know why. I was just curious, I guess. Hmm. What do you think the average is? And he said the average that somebody tips. Well, yeah, like when uh, my delivery drivers make an average of $5 a tip, that's what they've worked it out to over, you know, a month worth of delivery driving. That mm-hmm. I think that's that's a good ratio. I remember working at Boston Pizza and I would yeah. I'd make great money when I was on the nights I was serving. I fucking loved it. It was like fucking great. Yeah, like some some would be more worth it than others. Like if you have to travel quite far. Yeah, yeah. And I, I don't know. I think it's really I, I delivered to a guy and he paid with a debit machine and he's like, Hey, I didn't leave a tip on the machine for you. I was like, That's fine. Like I'm already getting paid to be here. And he's like, Here you go. And he gives me a five dollar bill. I was like, oh, thanks. He goes, now you keep that. Don't tell your boss about it. I was like, what? He goes, don't tell your boss. I was like, oh, I I hate to be the bearer of bad news, but I I own the place. So I am the (laughs) boss, but why can't I tell anybody about it? I don't understand. Like what he was, you're you're the owner? I go, yeah. He goes, why are you driving? I go, well, your order was going to be late. So I got in the car and drove it. So it wasn't going to be late. I don't normally do this, but I didn't want your order to be late. And he's like, oh, well, we had a driver come here last week and uh, we gave him a debit tip and he sighed. He was he was unhappy. And we asked him what was up. And he's like, well, anytime I get tipped on the debit machine, the owner takes half of it. And I was like, what? He goes, yeah, the owner, like at your competition, takes the mm-hmm. owner takes half the debit tip. So we started paying our delivery drivers in cash so that they don't share with the owner. I was like, oh, oh yeah. yeah. Oh, I can tell you right now that 100% of the tips that my drivers get, 100% of that goes into their pocket. I would not take a fucking dime from any of them. So, yeah. Like, yeah, I have of- heard of places doing that, though, where it's like the house, the house gets half, and what then the, the servers shit? split up the rest. Right? Yeah. Yeah. I just, it blew my fucking mind. Different ways they can legally soak people out of money and make extra money on top of what they're already making. Well, I guess if Easy you money, see, I guess you see it on the debit machine, you already know how much the tip is, but can you imagine like before debit machines, you would have no idea what people are getting tipped in cash. You have no yeah. idea. How could you take some for the house on that? Did mm-hmm. they take back then? Or is it a new thing for them? That well, I think it all digital? went in a jar or something like that. It had to be deposited somewhere and then split up after. Oh, like a tip a... jar, kind of. <laughs> so do you think tipping is a better system? Or do you think everybody getting paid more would be a better system? But in turn, yeah, all the men... paid more. So when you're going out for dinner, <laughs> do you want to pay an extra $8 for your meal? I mean, I'm sure it would all even out to be the same as what I guiltily tip. I, I don't disagree. But I won't have the guilt. I won't have the guilt. And I can just enjoy my meal and not worry. Are they going to spit in my food because they don't think I'm going to tip? Or you know what I mean? Yeah. I don't like the uncertainty. 
So do you think the people who don't believe in tipping, do you think they would continue to go to restaurants if everything was more expensive because people got paid and tips weren't expected at all? Do you think they would continue to go? I think if they knew, they would, they'd probably be pissed and there'd be some kind of adverse actions. There'd be some complaining, some trolls on the internet. But do you think they would eventually... Why are we paying more because other people don't want to tip or whatever? I don't know. Hmm. I guess that's a price you have to pay. I mean, as a business owner, I don't... I would never know how it's going to turn out unless it's actually done by trial. Like if you actually, you spend a year in Canada, tipping's abolished and everybody raises their menu prices like 25%. And then mm-hmm. at the end of the year, you'd be able to see if you lost customers, you'd be able to see if you're losing money. You would never know by yeah. just guessing. But I mean, if it works for what, 98% of planet fucking earth, why shouldn't it work here? That's right. It's all mindset. Can you imagine being the only country that still does tips? Like out of all of it, you know, it's going to be the U S you know it. Yeah. If, if they're willing to pay people $2 an hour because you earn tips, there's no fucking way those people want to change. They want to keep it like that. <laughs> $2 yeah, an hour. It's crazy. Imagine it's $2 crazy. an hour in your life. In, in, but like I said, is that one good place that's offering a lot can't hire everyone. So, you know, these places, they're allowed to exist because it's nobody's really tried to stop it. Do you think it, like you talked about earlier, was it Subway? You said it had an automatic tip option of 15%. Mm-hmm. Do you think 15% having the percent plus? <laughs> yeah. Do you think it's better to have those options already set or just have a dollar or percentage amount? So there's two buttons. You can enter a dollar amount or a percentage amount, and then you choose the percentage. Or do you think having the 15, 25, 30, I don't know, what, what did Subway go up to? That's most effective. That's their way. I think it went up to 30% or something, 20, 20%. So there's only a 15 and a 20? No, 30%. Options. So 15, 20, and 30%. And then there was one for no tip. Do you, would you ever tip 30% I mean, on Subway? Or mcdonald's or if they, starbucks if they did a big huge order or something like like your situation earlier yeah. yeah like if they were putting together a big order for a meeting or a banquet or something like that but what about drive through mcdonald's you're picking up food for your kids because you're in a hurry you're grabbing some cheeseburgers would, would you tip 30 percent going through drive through no, no. No, but the way they have it set up is definitely most effective because people feel rushed because it's fast food for one. So those choices are there. And then they kind of, pardon me, they rely on that social pressure and whatever to tip more. So it's easier to select what they want instead of putting in a dollar amount or or selecting percentage and then going to a percentage. They're just going to click skip. Right. Hmm. So the easiest thing is to have it all laid out. You just pick one. Because yeah, we get customers because our our option after you type in the dollar amount, it says percentage or it says gratuity, dollar, or percentage. And a lot of people hmm. they see only those two things and they're like, Well, I don't want to leave a tip, which is totally fine. I, I I don't expect them to tip at all, but that's the machine I have straight from T D Bank, and I can't change that. Like I can't change that. They don't even have the wired machines anymore. 
We only have the wireless yeah. ones. So, but what people don't understand is they can choose one of those options and then choose zero. So you choose dollar, then you hit zero. So dollar, okay, yeah. zero. But they don't they don't think the next step. They just think, holy fuck, you're making me tip you. Which that that yeah. I don't think that should be the intention. I think there should be a prompt before that that says, "Would you like to leave a gratuity? Yes or no." I don't I don't mm-hmm. think it's fair. Like you said, it's quicker. They're in a hurry, but I I don't think well, it's in right. businesses they're just out to get money. They don't care about people or whatever. They want to pressure them for as much as they can get. That's why they came out with combos and stuff like that. They're they have maximized how to get the most money out of each customer. In the most efficient way, the fastest time, so on yeah. and so on. Yeah, commerce and capital. Yeah, it's all a system. Awesome, <laughs> and we all live in it. For money. Sorry, you cut out there. I said capitalism and commerce is awesome. Yeah, cut out again. It just froze again. Yeah, I, I hear you now. <laughs> all right, let, let's wrap yeah. it up right away so that uh, it won't cut out. So before I'm gone for good. <laughs> capitalism and commerce are awesome. Yeah, they got shit figured out. They sure do. So guess what, no-dolls? Leave a tip if you want to. Don't leave a tip. Just don't feel guilty. Go out, experience whatever it is you're experiencing, and enjoy it. I couldn't have said it better. I I couldn't. Mm -hmm. That was awesome. And I, I mean, I'm a guy who occasionally makes tips. So if you don't want a tip, I'd be losing money. And I'm okay with that. Because I don't think it should be expected at all, ever, ever for anything. Mm-hmm. Can you imagine hosting Tupperware parties and the person hosting is expecting tips? It'd be amazing. <laughs> Would that not be great? Do they still do Tupperware parties? Is that a thing? I, I don't know. I think so. Yeah. Really? Yeah. It's been a it's been a minute since I've been to any kind of home party. Home party? Like what? Like a candle party? Yeah. Yeah. There's pretty much anything. Leggings. Dildo sex party. Toys. Really? Yeah, yeah. I've, sex toys. That's I've a never good been party. invited. Ever. Is, is it a girl thing? We might have to do a podcast on home parties and yeah, have some or something. And, uh, I could learn a lot of things. Mm-hmm. Well, I just recently edited a podcast about a talking about a dick shaped planet and it flopping through the atmosphere <laughs> as a dildo <laughs> flying through the air. It is there's there's a lot about it. Uh yeah, Charlie Ray and I talked about uh round planets versus cock-shaped planets. And then I was like, oh. I, I I got a scientist friend who can actually do the math for me. I'm going to ask him how the like the rotation and the revolution would work. And then I texted oh. him and he he answered all of it like a fucking scientist. <laughs> and then oh, he awesome. And then so he dumbed an it, Yeah, and then he dumbed it down for me about uh it, if it was dick-shaped and it was vertical instead of horizontal because of the uneven shape it would wobble weird through space as it's rotating Mm -hmm. around the sun he was imagine throwing a dildo through the air that's what it would look like up in space i go (laughs) i go what would that be like for the inhabitants he's like well the people that live on the balls and the people that live on the head would hate their lives because you would have extreme temperature swings and you would have extreme gravity swings but where you want to live is right in the middle of the shaft and i was like this is a fucking scientist actually did the math and this is genius so yeah i just edited that one today and it was it's a follow-up because we talked about the dildo and i said i know a guy i know a guy and then i knew the guy talked to the guy now the next episode is all about the scientific ramifications of cock-shaped planet and it's fresh in my I mind wait so, for that one 
Yeah. <laughs> so fucking weird. And it wasn't even supposed to be a, a a different kind of tip. Yeah. Well, yeah. And it was a big one, bulbous, like a chode. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, it was an episode that wasn't even about that. We were talking about I don't I don't even remember what the subject was. Customer service. And somehow it went to Dick Shape. Oh. <laughs> oh wow, the path sometimes. Right? So the 20 minute podcast was a 40 minute podcast. And then by the end of it, we're like, what was the subject? And he's like, customer service. I'm like, we didn't, we didn't even dwell on that at all. This is fucked up. So I was just the opener. We we stuck to our guns today. Didn't we tips? Yeah. I would say we did pretty well for not squirreling. All right. So I think we should probably leave it at that. I mean, if people are still listening at, at this point, I'm sure they are at the edge of their seat. Yeah. Just thinking about the dick-shaped planet. You know it. (laughs) (laughs) I'm picturing it. (laughs) Big and attached to a musician. Fuck yeah. (laughs) Oh, yeah. I'm in. I'm in. All right. Well, I'm going to peace out. And uh, know-it-alls, I guess we'll, we'll chat next week. See you soon. Peace. Bye. Face this direction. Oh, weird. My my burp just tasted like um. Have you ever had a tacos? No. Have you ever specifically had like the southwest? ranch kind of sat like bag salad there's a southwestern it comes with like tortilla chips and like a chipotle ranch it was specifically like that it tasted like a salad more Mm. than tacos it was very strange well tacos and taco salads are essentially the same thing just one's in a shell and then one is the shell inside the bowl yeah one of them has less carbs essentially